are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to a very fun episode of the Locked On Vikings podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network is the Locked On Fantasy Football. You should already be doing some drafts, some practice, so you can get an edge on everybody else in your league. No better place to go for that than the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast, hosted by Vinny Iyer. He's doing all sorts of really cool series, talking about young breakout players. He did a whole giant mock draft thing. Go check all of that stuff out. I am your host, your pal in the kitty copied off in math class. My name is Luke Braun, and you can find me on Twitter at Luke Braun NFL, and you can find the show on Twitter at Locked on Vikings. And today we have a very special guest that is going to be on for the majority of the show. His name is Alex Rollins. You may have seen his YouTube videos. He's a really smart dude that does all sorts of awesome work. I'll link his social, his channel, and everything in the show notes, uh, and we'll talk about it. He did a video on Justin Jefferson, and specifically Justin Jefferson's routes, which of course we just talked about, so I had to bring him on and talk to him about his takes on it, um, and it kind of evolved into this really cool conversation about scheme and everything like that. It kind of went a lot longer than I was planning for it to go. So it's just going to be the whole show now. Um, and I am excited to show it to you. So without further ado, I'm here with Alex Rollins, uh, YouTuber, I guess is how I should refer to you. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good to me. YouTuber, YouTuber. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Uh, and your channel. Well, yeah. Tell me about your channel. Yeah, so I really, you know, going back a couple of years, I was so interested in learning more about the game. And I started doing the Scouting Academy in like 2016. And I got introduced to the All-22 angle, which shows All-22 players. Mm-hmm. And it just blew my mind how much you don't get to see when watching the broadcast. You know, the ball is thrown during the play and it just magically drifts off screen and a receiver catches it or mm-hmm. doesn't catch it. And you're like, what's going on? So uh, I just started learning more about the game, started making some terrible, crappy videos <laughs> and uh, just tried to get better and better with those skills. And uh, here I am a couple years later and uh, putting out an episode every Saturday. And uh, it's it's been it's been good to me. Yeah, good for you. It's, it's awesome to see that kind of stuff grow. So I guess to start, give me like a move that Justin Jefferson likes to use, something you highlighted in the video or something else. And just explain to me what that move is and why he's so good at it. Yeah. So one of the primary things that really jumps off the page or the screen when you're watching him is he uses what's called the rocker step a Mm -hmm. large amount of the time. And so typically you're really only going to see that uh, predominantly it's used in man coverage a lot. So what the rocker step is, it's basically a really quick, it's like a Euro step in basketball. So it's like a really quick, Mm -hmm. if you're running a crossing route across the field, let's say you're going to the right. It's a, it's a hard step with your right and then a hard step with your left, and then you're going to keep going across the field. And it happens really, really quick. It's not it's not a slow move by any it's means. It's subtle, yeah. It's very subtle, yes. And what really stuck out to me with really studying him is he does it almost naturally. Like, I, I don't think he's... I, it, 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 it's almost built into what he's doing. Sometimes it's not... Not that it's not necessary when he uses it, but it's, it's just... It's part of his natural way of running across the field. And... some of the stuff I highlighted in the episode is he's it's almost like he's resetting let's say a defender is watching him to try and figure out what he's doing it's almost like he's resetting where his route is multiple times just within running across the field 
And you, the defenders, I mean, you have to, you're guarding, you're watching him go across the field. Then he stems vertical. Then he steps back outside. And he does it so quickly and at such a high speed that you, you can see on film or on the broadcast that he's just gaining an incredible amount of separation, mm-hmm. which which is just shocking. So the rocker step is really one of the one of the most dominant parts of his game, I think. And he'll use that in man coverage. He'll use that in zone coverage. Uh, something that I think is interesting is it's it's almost a little bit similar to a sta- stair step technique, which is that's more predominantly in man coverage. Uh, but it's when you're also running across crossing route. And let's say the the corner is on your outside hip. You kind of step into him one step to kind of push him upfield a little bit. And then you keep running across. So it's similar to that. And he does those things as well. But he also kind of blends them in a way when he needs to use it against man coverage. So it, it's some of those he, him already being able to do that at such a young age. And as a rookie is uh, is definitely something that that I, w- I was surprised watching, no doubt. Yeah, it seems like it's a natural thing almost like these kind of steps just come to him. Let's talk about let's switch to uh, releases and the way that he releases, specifically the way he releases out of the slot. He had a lot of big plays on slot fades. How does he tend to win those? Yeah, and I mean, this is a guy who had 19.2 yards per reception in the slot, which was the most in the NFL. That's not just rookies. So something mm-hmm. that we already kind of knew coming out of LSU that he is a dominant player in the slot. But he is also able to have it's similar in a way to when he does get into the route. He is such a, a wide breadth of different of different ways to release off the ball. So, you know, I think the way I described it in the video is he has multiple multiple releases within each a family tree of releases, if that makes yeah. sense. So like, for example, he uses a slide release uh, quite often, which is it's kind of like a long step outside and then you go. And he has so many different things that he's able to do off that one move where he can even combine two releases. So sometimes he'll slide out and then he'll kind of jump and come to come to balance with both feet, which is typically called a split release. So he's almost combining the two. But then also just the way he's, you know, I, I wanted to. I, I had this, uh, some of my comps for him and it, it sounds like, you know, the, just stylistically, I want to, I want to emphasize cause, uh, the blend of, of players that he reminds me of are, are freaking incredible. And it sounds like, you know, a freaking robot put together in a, by a, right. you know, unbelievable, but, uh, in terms it's of, it's okay. His, we can just hype him up irresponsibly. It's summer. That's what this is for. <laughs> yeah. We're in July. You know, this is the yeah. time. This is the time. <laughs> just blow him out of the water. Number one overall yeah. in fantasy. <laughs> um, but he reminds me of Devonte Adams in his releases. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would say arguably Adams is the best off the line in the league. Adams is, and Jefferson as well. He can tailor any of his releases to exactly what the defender is doing. So if we think of, of Jefferson using this long slide release. He's also reading what the defensive back is doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes a receiver is trying to, he's trying to make his move when the defensive back still has his foot in the air. So he's trying to get him to freeze in place. And then while his foot is kicking outside, whether it's a kick step technique or motoring back, something like that, that's when he's trying to go. And Jefferson is really, really good at that. And he's able to, you know, change the steps. Uh, the tempo, the timing of that. And he's really setting up the, the corner of the defensive back for for future plays, as well as just giving him something different every time. And 
kind of catering it to that exact st- that exact play that they're running. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, some receivers who aren't as developed will have kind of more stringent, you know, this is my slide release. This is how I run it. This is how I drilled it, especially rookies who, you know, barely had a freaking training camp and OTAs and whatnot because of COVID. Right. And he missed half of his because he got COVID right at the beginning. So he missed half the program. Exactly. 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 And that time with Kirk, I mean, just as a rookie is like, all right, rookies don't really produce, you know, but when you pair that, the COVID and then missing some of the time and he had COVID, it's really incredible. So I I think it also speaks to we, we as a collective football media kind of missed on just the, the depth and the variance of his releases and how good he was, because that was a part of, you know, kind of the knocking him coming out. Maybe why he, uh, uh, our boy Jalen Rager, uh, you know, popped him in the draft there. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on with him, even going back to recruiting. Um, but speaking of concepts, I want to keep talking to you about how this stuff kind of layers into the offense more as a whole. Uh, and we are going to get to that in just a second. But first, let me talk to you about betonline.ag. If you want to bet on NFL futures or anything going on in sports, bet on a Suns-Bucks game, a WNBA game, or anything going on in sports, reality TV, award shows, you can find news, odds, scores, all that at betonline.ag. If you don't have an account there, no worries. It's free to set up an account, and you can make your first deposit. When you make your first deposit, enter promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and BetOnline will match that first deposit 50%. That means that if you put in like 500 bucks as part of your first deposit, you get an extra 250 slopped on top of that to gramble with, courtesy of betonline.ag, just for entering the promo code Locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, continuing on here with Alex Rollins, Alex Rollins NFL on YouTube, at Alex Rollins NFL on Twitter. We're talking about Justin Jefferson, and we've talked a lot about the kind of skills that he has, and, and a lot of it, you you kind of have to isolate him from the rest of the play to kind of talk about it, where you say, okay, it's just him versus the corner, the corner's expecting this, and that's why he does that move, um, you know, slide releases and all that, uh, but Ultimately, it's a holistic game, and so I, I guess the next part of the conversation is you're all you're an offensive coordinator. You're Clint Kubiak. You have Justin Jefferson at your disposal. How do you maximize specifically the skills that he has? Or maybe a better question is, how was Gary Kubiak doing that? Definitely, definitely, and I, I think you know based on kind of the narrative we were talking about how he was only a slot receiver at LSU and whatnot. Uh, I, I think what's really interesting is when you look at the way the Vikings use him, they 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 veered pretty far away from that. He only lined up in the slot 30% of the time. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, 70% outside. And a lot of his production came when he was outside. And I, I think another interesting point be, before we get into one of the concepts is he was very even in where he was producing in terms of where he was in the field. It, it was almost a, a dead even split from zero to nine yards, 10 to 19 and then 20 plus yards, it was almost 33, 33, 33 in each mm. of those areas. So I, I think, you know, Daddy Kubiak did a great job with with really moving him around and being able to uh, not necessarily create tendencies or, of course, all the all the coordinators and all the all the YouTubers like myself are trying to find out maybe little holes in, in Jefferson's game or any of these guys games sure. to figure out, you know, what's how do you stop him? How do you create game plans for him? Is there something we can exploit? But really, Jefferson was doing it at at all areas of the field. And the main concept that just kept popping up, and I feel like I've talked about uh, the drift concept a million times because 
as you said, I've been going over through Shanahan's film and then sure. everybody's become Shanahan light or whatever. Right. Uh, and I guess Kubiak is even precedes Shanahan. So yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe he was Kubiak light. Um, but so the drift concept, it essentially, uh, it was very often run with Adam Thielen and J Justin Jefferson, where they cut the splits of both those receivers. That means they bring them far inside the numbers. And then mm -hmm. they're going to be five-ish to seven-ish yards away from the left tackle and right tackle. So on either side of them. And right. those, those kind of even formations that they use where, you know, they're symmetrical, it does make it a bit harder for uh, when the more you use this, the more you make plays off of it as well. It, it makes it harder to, to figure out what the heck they're doing. Right. Because it all looks the same. And then defenses have to kind of figure out what they have to do about their strong side, weak side alignment rules and, um, yeah. And, and just like, if everything looks the same, it's like the 2018 Rams and what McVay did where every single formation looked exactly the same and you never had any idea what was coming. Exactly. Exactly. And so the drift concept, uh, we have these tight splits. One of the guys is generally, and there's a, there's a few different ways to do this, but one guy is generally going to run pretty much dead ahead through the middle of the field and just try and clear it out. And so more typically that was Adam Thielen. Mm -hmm. And on the other side, Justin Jefferson is going to run a five-yard drift route, which is just like a really quick in-breaking kind of dig route, but it's really, really quick. Mm -hmm. And just think of it as Kirk Cousins, you know, really hard play action fake. And then the moment he turns around, all the linebackers are going to get sucked up from, from that play fake. And Justin Jefferson's going to have this little area right behind them. Kirk Cousins is going to hit him. It has to be immediate. It's very quick hitting. And, and you see some rookies struggle with this where throwing right over the middle on time is, is really critical to this concept. Yeah. But when it's done correctly, I mean, you can hit uh, explosive yards after the catch plays. You're getting Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen going at a very, very high speed right off the bat. But, but what was really interesting to me about what the Vikings were able to do, and this definitely ties into all the rocker step uh, things we talked about as well, they had one of the most expansive packages off the drift concept that I've ever seen. So it was typically the vertical from one side and then the drift route from the other, but because of the dominance of Thielen and Jefferson, mm -hmm. you know, Jefferson, and they were, they were interchangeable. It wasn't just one guy running the clear out one guy running the drift, but yeah, Je Jefferson could reverse out. He would run double move to the corner. He would keep running across. Sometimes he would sit down and Thielen would pretend to be clearing out and then he'd go over the top and vice versa. And it just created, you know, the play action can create a lot of extra time in the pocket, especially when the offensive line isn't as good. And it just really opens so many different things for, it just gave Jefferson this ability to run, you know, 30, 40 yards down the field and really have kind of the entire field as, as almost his playground where he could do anything. And Hey, we're going to we're going to put you one on one, essentially, and you're going to start cutting inside. But then you can run right, left to the corner, either side, just, yeah. just anything you want and just put him in space and, and just go freaking ball. And that's what we saw. I mean, it, some of those some of those plays and some of those routes, the defenders have to commit to him running that quick inbreaker. And because he's going, you know, he's going, he's already mm -hmm. creating separation at the top of that cut. And then he's running a double move and we see him, you know. And then it's a corner route suddenly, yeah. <laughs> and you thought it was a run, you know, half a second before. And then also just the way you can pair it off, you can make it look exactly like a run 
or you can you can run the ball, you know, the wide zone run that, that the Vikings have been doing under under Kubiak. And then to pair it with this concept, everything looks the same and it's just brutal on the defense. Right. And it makes the offense look and this is kind of something that I I, I learned like this year about offensive play calling is that kind of that simple is good and not boring. Um, I used to kind of be, oh, that looks so vanilla. Every play looks exactly the same. It looks like they only have four plays, but like, that's the point. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I heard this, uh, I was listening to a Kyle Shanahan podcast. I guess I'll bring him up a, in a thousandth time on this podcast. <laughs> the the one with McVay? Um, yeah. And there was another one where he went on Chris Sims podcast a year or two ago ah. or something, but he was talking about how he went, he started with his dad and he was like, okay, this is how offense is run. And Mike Shanahan's system is fairly simplistic, like Kubiak's and whatnot. And then he went to, to Tampa, Tampa Bay with John Gruden. And he said they ran every freaking play you can possibly think of, like in the NFL and in the college game. Like <laughs> it was just offense on steroids. And he was just learning, 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 learning. And then I guess I'm pretty sure he went to, to Houston after that with Gary Kubiak. And they were running like, you know, 20 plays or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the hell are we doing? Like, we're going to, yeah. they're going to figure us out. We're going to be screwed. And he just, he, just learning those different philosophies because, of course, you know, the Texans were successful right. and it's, pros and cons. Yeah, exactly. 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 Back with a little bit more conversation with Alex in just a minute. But first, let me talk to you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the planet. Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They come in nine delicious flavors, including Cherry Garcia, Cookies and Cream, Chocolate Raspberry, Peanut Butter Chocolate, Mint Chocolate, all sorts of classic combinations. And they have some specialty flavors out on their website as well. So if you're looking to indulge in a candy bar, but you don't want to fall off the wagon, maybe you're trying to lose or maintain weight, fret not. Built Bar is low in sugar, low calorie, low carb, high in protein, high in fiber, and it's delicious to boot. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and when you buy a box, enter promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 you get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 all one word at BuiltBar.com I also want to talk to you about your car. Keeping your car in good shape is, of course, paramount. You got to get the oil changed regularly. If you hear a noise, take it in. And sometimes you just got to deal with it. You got to put up with an expense for your car to get fixed so that a small problem doesn't become a big one further down the line. But if you're looking to save a buck on that without sacrificing any quality, head on over to rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a car parts aggregator. They allow you to buy directly from manufacturers instead of going to like an auto parts store where they're a retail joint that's going to upsell you. They got to worry about their overhead. They've got separate prices for their retail customers and their wholesale buyers. Rock Auto doesn't mess with any of that stuff. They've been doing this online for like 15 years. They know what they're doing and it's a family business that's going to look out for you. So head on over to rockauto.com, enter your make, your year, and your model, and Rock Auto will suggest to you car parts that are compatible with your car. And they take that part of the research out of it for you, and you can buy it at a discount because you're buying directly from the manufacturer. Same parts, same quality, same everything. You're just not going through the middleman of a brick-and-mortar auto shop. So go to rockauto.com, and at checkout, there is a How You Heard About Us section. Make sure you let them know that Locked On sent you, because if you don't, the rabbit will never get into college without racking up a bunch of student debt. <laughs> Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. So moving on, we have Alex Rollins here at Alex Rollins NFL on Twitter and on YouTube. So Alex, there's one 
play that I think I really want to go into, which is what they do on Yankee. And it is kind of the same thing where you start with like this kind of base core concept that is kind of injected with steroids because of uh, the way that Justin Jefferson releases and runs his routes and sets up deception and that Adam Thielen's doing the same thing on the top of it and how they are so good at executing Yankee. Um, and then what you can build out off of that. But yeah, I guess it, it kind of drives out a lot of the same things, but I guess we would be remiss if we didn't mention Yankee on this. Well, the, the, the drift, there is differences between drift and Yankee, but you could almost put drift in the family of Yankee. Oh, okay. Yeah. It. So I think, I guess I'd say Yankee is, it still has the vertical clear out and sometimes they'll run like right. a deep, deep, deep uh, corner route. And then they can do a lot off that. So let's say Thielen's on the left and Jefferson's on the right and Thielen's running the clear out. You know, I, I guess the splits would be a little bit wider in Yankee. And sometimes they'll have, they'll almost fake to the corner with Thielen and then he'll run the post. So we see that a lot. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, Jefferson it's definitely not going to be the quick hitter in the same way that the drift is like, that's a very, very sharp in breaking in breaking route where Yankee will have kind of the deeper cross, but, and that's, that's, that's much more so. And that, I'm glad you brought up Yankee actually, because that's much more so where you do see the rocker steps and where he almost has more time to win across the field and where he is giving the, the defender different, different kind of angles. And then, you know, when he first, hits that first half of the rocker step. You're like, oh, is he going to the corner? I don't know what this guy's doing. And then he's almost doing two or three more moves after that and then heading to the mm-hmm. heading underneath and whatnot. So, so yeah, I mean, that's the, the, those play action concepts. I mean, as, as we've seen are, are huge parts of what the Vikings are doing. Yeah. And it's, again, it's so cool that it all looks so similar and it can be any one of a thousand variations on something and you don't get to find out which one until Jefferson is 15 yards down the field. And also there was a play action fake. And I think that's part of why something like a Kubiak system or something like, uh, you know, a McVeigh system that is like so simple and yet so intricate at the same time can work and why it seems to be still taking the league by storm, even though it's kind of been the wave for like three or four years now. Definitely. And I I think it's interesting, you know, as you said, it it does sound simple and it is kind of simplistic, but you do see NFL coaches or coordinators struggle to really pair plays together and to make Mm -hmm. things look the same. And especially in the play action game, you know, it's really, it all starts with the philosophy of, we're going to do this and we're not going to stray away. And, you know, even if we see the chiefs doing something incredible that we want to steal, if it doesn't go into that core philosophy of making things look the same, running the wide zone or the mid zone, and then hitting them with a drift or Yankee, it's not necessarily going to work. And I, I think the Kubiaks and the Shanahan's have done a very good job of staying within their own core way of doing things. And as you said, we, we keep saying this, we keep seeing this system, dominate in all these different places and it's it's still going year after year yeah and i I think we should probably mention kirk cousins as part of that too because one thing that i think an underrated kirk cousins thing that dates all the way back to washington is uh that he is such a good actor and he's so good at getting the guys around him to act too so when it is be it run fake versus pass fake or be it you know is this uh going to be you know a drift or is it going to break back to the backside or something like that um the the vikings have always been very good at making sure all that stuff really does look similar and you know just deny the defense that advantage but uh, alex thank you so much for uh giving the 
giving us some time to to chat about route running and the nuances and and the scheme and everything that Justin Jefferson allows you to do. So uh, one more time for the folks at home, let everybody know where they can find you in your work. Yeah, my YouTube channel is at Alex Rollins NFL, or I guess type in Alex Rollins NFL into YouTube. I'm on Twitter under the same name. And uh, yeah, if you want to get a, a deeper understanding of the game and really get into the nuance and learn even a little bit more about the rocker step or drifter Yankee or any of these things, that's, that's what my channel is all about. And I'm really passionate about really diving into the, to the what and, and, and why, and you, you know, you hear mm-hmm. some generalities sometimes, and I really want to know what is really going on. So uh, the questions nobody talks about. Yeah. Yeah. You, you hear, you know, you hear some vague stuff sometimes and mm-hmm. uh, you know, what, one I always used to hear too, and this is like, I, 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 I'm a fan, you know, I, I wanted to learn more about this to get into, you know, I, I heard like, uh, Mike McCarthy has a stale scheme and I'm like, <laughs> well, I've never heard anybody say like, what the heck that means. You know, it's always, it's like a yeah. buzzy phrase. And I'm like, well, I want to, can somebody it's all, tell old me that and outdated? One, yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, can one person just expand on that? Like one sentence further, but, uh, just, just those kind of things I always wanted to learn more about. And so that's, that's a big part of where my passion lies. So, uh, that's 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 what I'm all about, man. Well, Alex, thank you so much for uh, coming and taking the time. Again, you can find all of his links and stuff. That'll all be down in the show notes. I hope you have a good day, Alex. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Blast coming on with you. Once again, you can find all of Alex's links in the show notes. I will see you all tomorrow. I promise we're going to do that Dakota Dozier, uh, Wyatt Davis thing that I was promising you earlier in the week. So we are definitely getting to that. Don't worry, I didn't forget. In the meantime, check out the Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. He goes over everything in the wide world of sports under 20 minutes every single morning, keeping you posted. You can find that wherever you find your favorite shows. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Braun NFL, and the show is on Twitter at Locked On Vikings. I'll see y'all tomorrow, and as always, skull.